Pickaxe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to One Life Left, Resonance FM's video game radio show. I'm Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron. I'm Anne Scantlebury. And this is going to be brilliant. Good, you've changed, haven't you? <laughs> Put my game face on. Wasn't Steve right grump outside the studio a second ago? Oh, he ago? was so grumpy. I turned up and I said, hey guys, and he went, ugh. You might say, hey, I'd say, life is bleak. Yeah. But I don't mean it. I tell you what we I need to do. Nervous. We need to buy. You, we need to buy you uh, some headphones and a microphone so that you can cheer the hell up when we see you. All, always pretend that I'm on air. <laughs> this is my one hour of happiness a week. Yeah. How have you been, Simon? I've been good, thank you. Have you been, Steve? I've been absolutely fine. <laughs> I have. I've been fine. I don't know why I'm tidy such a grump today. today. Yeah. And how have you been? I've been better than great. Really? Yeah. That sounds really good. Yes. Why is that? Just life is brilliant, isn't it? Excellent. Well, <laughs> it is now, and so, it is for the next fifty-eight minutes, Steve. Right? <laughs> it is. Uh, on, we're on an upswing. Up so, uh, so this is uh, one life left. We are a video game radio show. For the next fifty-five minutes, we will be talking enthusiastically about video games, even though our hearts aren't in them. <laughs> that's, that's not true. I don't even know why I said that. I don't know why I said that. Uh, you, could, you could be listening live in London if you are. Hello. You could be listening live on the internet right now. Uh, if you are listening live, do tweet in at... Uh, www.twitter.com slash One Life Left. In fact, if you want live interaction, you can go and join the One Life Left chat room at... www.tinyurl.com slash OLL chat. Well done. Very good. Who's, who, who's in there today, Anne? Uh, is Derek Williams in there? Is Derek Williams is in there, is he? And who's he pretending to be? I don't know. I don't. Thirteen-year-old boy. Oh yeah, thirteen-year-old from Southampton. He's a man of Girl. many faces, isn't he? <laughs> from Southampton. Um, he actually doesn't show his face on the cams. No, <laughs> it's aimed lower. Uh, we're also <laughs> delighted to be joined by Duncan Gear, who's the news editor of Wired.co.uk. Hello, Duncan. Hello. How are you? They're very. We're very well. We're thank all you. very well. Apologies for Steve's behaviour before what? the show. Quite all right. What? But look at him now, smiling. Look at me now. And you know what uh, t-shirt Steve's wearing? 
Uh, it looks like um, who's the politics prese- uh, presenter man? It's, not, it's a very old video game T-shirt. That Duncan, any ideas? Hmm, is it a developer of some sort? Bit it's of a visual game, this is. It is. I'll tell you what, I'm going to take a picture of it. We'll stick it out on oh, Twitter. No, stop Nick taking Robinson. pictures. Last time Any I had to delete your tweet Robinson. about that. Of what? Last time you took a picture of me in the studio. When? I'm not telling you. Okay. Um, I'll stick a picture up on Twitter and we'll give a prize away if you can guess what the game is from. Hmm. So, uh, we are going to be doing what One Life Left has done for the last 123 episodes, which is we're going to be starting with the news in a second. Not, Hold my horses. Not just yet. Uh, we are going to go on to some features. Mix of Great. chatter. Going to be talking about some of the things, some of the exciting events that One Life Left has coming up in the future. Good. And uh, we'll be closing out the show with some reviews. But first of all... on Monday the 26th of July. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. The Daily Star has issued an apology after completely fabricating a story about Grand Theft Auto and gunman Raoul Moat. The British tabloid will pay substantial damages after claiming that Rockstar was planning to release Grand Theft Auto, Rothbury, following a standoff in the town. The paper admitted that it made no attempt to check the accuracy of the story before publication and did not contact Rockstar Games. Rumour has it Rockstar got Gazza on the case. He sorted the whole thing out with some chicken and lager. (laughs) Very good. So, what was most interesting about that statement? Well, so let's let's go right back to the beginning, shall we? On, well, how on, far back? Uh, GTA One. Okay. Uh, top down two D. Yep. Uh, same basic core game mechanics, Anne. That's interesting, isn't it? It, hasn't, is. it hasn't changed that much. No. Uh, fast forward to the end, which was your story. Yeah. Um, but where the statement says that they had they didn't check the facts. It was a really damning statement. It was pretty much, we have got so many things wrong here. We've been, probably, yeah, we've been properly told off. But that statement said that they didn't check the facts. It didn't say, we actually just made this up. Hmm. Because that's what must have happened. Well, I took it to mean their sort of editorial team, the, the sort of production editors and stuff, didn't check the facts. The right. editor didn't check the facts. And the guy obviously submitting it had just it? made it up. But what, I don't know. What was his name? Can you remember the author's oh, name? It, was, it, sounded, it sounded made up. <laughs> Did it? Mike Hunt? No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. No, <laughs> no but uh, he went Who on Facebook, it? didn't he, afterwards? Um, what, to defend himself? No, well, it, basically after he'd written the story and before he got to, told to sit outside the editor's office, um, he went on Facebook and said, oh, all the gamers are up in arms about this story. Uh, yeah. Am I what an idiot? <laughs> well, no. Yeah, I, it was so ridiculous that I thought it was a, the reaction from video game kids was quite sort of i don't know uh, may, maybe it's partly to do with me getting older i just think there are bigger things in the world to worry about and it was everyone in video games should have read that and gone lol this is obviously false no one outside of video games but everybody outside of video games will have thought that's, oh wow that's terrible i don't know sounds good steve it was in the you daily have to lie down star. for six hours with a gun to your head i i just Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm. Um, maybe I think people are more credulous than they are. I right. don't know. Okay. Um, I. I. I was. I was not. 
I thought some of their reactions to it were a bit over the top and a bit embarrassing. What, people on the internet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Imagine that. Microsoft has only gone and named the price of Kinect. To become an owner of one of these shiny new hands-free controllers and Kinect adventures, you'll need to give up £129.99 or £149.99 in euros if you live in a place that uses that kind of thing. If you decide that Kinect isn't really your thing, you could instead buy one and a bit student weekend tickets to the Big Chill Festival to see One Life Left do something very stupid, which seems like a much better idea. What was the reaction of the people on the internet to this then, Steve? All caps, as it is to everything, which I suppose is why they invented Caps Lock. Wow, that's also why they did it when um, one of the UK's largest gaming forums was was uh, offline. Mm, is that right? Yeah. Well, I don't know, maybe. It seems no, like a coincidence I mean, to me. Yeah, it's definitely a coincidence. Um, so this is, this is the internet thinks this is too expensive, right? Yep. Um, that's, that's what the internet thinks. Well, what do you think? Me? Hmm. I have no opinion on it. <laughs> Almost literally no opinion. Duncan, what was the uh, reaction over at Wired? Oh, we thought it was hideously expensive. Um, all it is 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 a webcam, a microphone, or two microphones or something, and some fancy software. I would say that your technical grasp of that <laughs> has been let down by all it is or webcam or something. <laughs> like, but it's, it's still not, it's, is it's, it? It's, 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 it's two webcams, a microphone, mm. and a lot of very, very fancy... Fancy software. And, and some software animals you can wave bit. at. And some what? Some animals you can wave at. Yeah, and, and connect sports and a load of, pu- a job lot of purple boxes. Yeah. Purple, what? Purple boxes? The Kinect games, I think, all come in purple yeah. boxes as opposed <laughs> to the normal green That's Xbox nice. ones. That's nice. I think that is nice. Um, <laughs> does that justify the cost? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so That's here's what I thought about it. Here's, here's something I thought about it, which was everyone I've talked to about it says... 130 quid seems like a lot of money. 250 quid for the console and Connect doesn't seem like a lot of money. That seems like yep. uh, that seems like it's fine. How much would the console be in that? Uh, yeah. Isn't they've dropped the price, haven't they? Yeah, they have. They've just the launched console. a new one, like a four gigabyte version with flash memory rather than a traditional hard drive. 250, is that right? Yeah, it's along those lines. Right, so 30 pounds. So anyway, 250. Uh, like the people who said that, that well, that doesn't seem so expensive. As I understand it, Microsoft aren't going for the hardcore with this market, i.e. all the people who've reacted going 130 quid, that is crazy expensive, aren't the people they're going for. Now, whether they should be going for them or not, because, you know, hardcore gamers are kind of important, they're usually the early adopters and the people who actually get these things before anyone else, whether they are or not, that's not the market they're interested in. So, theoretically, even though it's the opinion makers, shapers, drivers of sales, they don't care about them. What they care about are the people who go 250 quid for, you know, a new toy, which potentially could be positioned as the next Wii. That doesn't seem so bad. Certainly, yeah, but I do, do you need more than four gig to use, um, to, to use an Xbox properly, don't you? Not, these, the, not the sort of people who are buying it for Ubisoft's fitness game and Connectimals. They mm. will not need more than four gig. But they so will do eventually, if Microsoft brings them over to... Down and then, no, they, then they have to buy a, a storage expansion. Yeah, quite. And I just don't think that those sort of people are the you know, heavy users. If you look at the people, what's, we know that the attach rate on the Wii is the lowest of any console ever. And I'm completely making that up. But I think, <laughs> I think, I think it pretty much is. Like, I could probably go away and prove that. Um, so if Microsoft are looking at this market and looking at what they... They probably won't need more than four gig. They're they're losing money, aren't they, on the hardware? Did somebody say that? Uh, I don't know. I find it hard to believe they're charging 130 quid and still losing money. (laughs) I know that... mm, 
I, I don't know. Okay. Anne, what's your view? Um, I really am looking forward to the purple boxes. <laughs> In an edge-of-your-seat development to the games industry tax break saga, the government has said it's going to reconsider them. That's according to a letter from Chancellor George Osborne made public by Joe Fitzpatrick Dundee's MSP. Apparently, the government will consult business this autumn. Mr Fitzpatrick was pretty mad at the decision not to include the tax relief in the emergency budget, saying without it there will be 200 jobs lost in Dundee in the next five years. We wish everyone the very best trying to get this through. It is definitely going to be very taxing. Very, very okay. good. You know how sorry... Did you know that joke was coming? Was that why you cut the, uh, <laughs> cut the music out? You know how sorry is the hardest word? Yeah. Reconsider is the easiest yeah. word. It means nothing. That absolutely means nothing. There is no way that they're going to include games as, uh, as part of uh, the tax breaks. Uh, they've just closed the film council down today, Simon, will you, will you reconsider saying that? I will, I will re- I'll think about reconsider saying it. Okay, good. Yeah, I'll get back to you. Okay, thanks. Why have they said? Why have they suddenly come back and said this? Because having said that, they won't do it, and people went, "Oh, that's oh, that's really bad." Apart from Nicholas Lovell, who said, "That's brilliant." He was trolling. He was trolling. Now, why have they come back and said, "Well, actually, we're going to reconsider"? Because it means nothing, and it placates the people who are getting angry about it. By autumn, everybody forgets everything by autumn. That's Christmas, isn't it? We're looking forward to Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want for Christmas? Uh, purple box. <laughs> uh, we should probably have some actual expert analysis. <laughs> You're looking at me. Why are you looking at me? Well, I'm not going to look at Anne, am I? <laughs> I, don't, I, I've, I haven't really delved personally into the whole uh, tax break issue terribly much. Um, I think what you were saying about reconsider is, is definitely right. Uh, they've, they've said they're going to reconsider all sorts of things with the new government, you know, the Digital Economy Act and all, and all sorts of other bits. And, yeah, there's, there's absolutely no substance to any kind of statement along those lines. <laughs> to play the music, that's it. Underline, full stop. That's just, that's Microsoft put a stop to cross-platform play because PC gamers are much better at games than console gamers. This was revealed in a blog by Raoul Sood, founder of Voodoo PC and chief te- technology officer of Hewlett Packard's gaming department. He claims that during tests, console players got destroyed every time when playing against their PC counterparts. That's basically just natural selection though, right? I hate this argument. More because this is going to be boiled down to the mouse versus controller thing, yeah, which, which is, is best. Well, it's not. It's connect. <laughs> Imagine that we throw a third one into the mix. That's it. We've got a we've got a solution. No, it's move or connect. <laughs> oh God. Um, so didn't this 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 survey came? Obviously, the PC gamers are going to beat console players uh, when they play first person shooters with the mouse versus um, uh, versus a controller <laughs> because if they don't. Well, mouse in FPSs is just clicking on things like you might be clicking on an icon on a desktop, and PC players do that all the time. Whereas console, there are a variety of skills you have to learn for it, so it's slightly more challenging. Therefore, PC gamers are going to beat them. That doesn't mean PC gamers are more skillful. Although they might be, who cares? Who's better at Wii Fit? Exactly. That's what I want to know. Um, I, I don't know the answer to no. that either. So, so yeah, uh, insight, Anne? Um, just probably use your uh, PC at work, and then when you get home, uh, don't use your PC to kill anyone. And finally, never has pretend clothing been so powerful. Xbox users will be able to decide the fate of Gears of War character Clayton Carmen by buying T-shirts saying either "Carmen must die" or "Save Carmen." They'll be on sale on, on Avatar Marketplace from the 29th of July and the outcome of T-Shirt Wars will be seen in Gears of War 3. All the money going will be going to Child's Play Charity, who will be delighted to be benefiting from what are basically death T-shirts. 
So what sort of person do you think buys a piece of virtual None. clothing None. No like people. This? this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It's not, but it's <laughs> close to it. Well, I just... I, and I got... I was going to ask you just to turn and... Just to put music on now when Anne was dignifying <laughs> this ridiculous sham with your valuable time. You know what the funny thing My is, time though? is valuable. I only knew about this story because you tweeted about it, <laughs> and I thought you might have something to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I'm envious of it. Actually, well, no, it, it's just... Who cares? I wish the real justice system worked like that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was real T-shirts. People were going to have real no, T-shirts and they were going to walk not. down the street Nothing's real them. anymore, It's Anne. not real. And the, the, the outcome of this will not be real. But um, it will make money. At least the money's going to charity because people will do it. People will buy these things. I there, know there are a lot of people who care very deeply about the fate of what, what was his exactly, name? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not uh, just uh, that. It's it. a, there's a lot of people who care very deeply about virtual clothing. Like, who buy, you know, who will spend. How much was the lightsaber for your avatar? It was something crazy. Oh, but that's a lightsaber. Yeah, that's true. If you could kill her with a lightsaber, and, that, and then you'd be talking. You guys are the target market. <laughs> <laughs> One life left of video game news with Anne Scamford-Berry. So you're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Normally at this point I credit the artist and name of the song. But it, was, it was good. Yeah, iTunes has helpfully... Oh, it's Apple's fault, is ...labelled it? it as Ant 1, Sync 2. Right. So that might be uh, useful. I will endeavour to correct that That could be point. the title. Could yeah. be. Probably isn't. We'll find out Do you think later given, in the show. Well, given I, the, the exposure and the fame that this artist will now get, they should change their name to Antoine. <laughs> maybe. From now uh, on. In maybe. Fact, we should register the URL before they do that <laughs> instead of Antoine.com. Yeah. Uh, we should do. Um, so, yes, is it interview o'clock? Or would you like me to put Derek on? It's up to you. You, you constantly tell me that you're in charge. Well, I was, I was trying to give you a bit of responsibility. How's that working out? <laughs> Learned my lesson, haven't I? Anne. Yeah. What should we do now? Uh, go with Derek. Go with Derek, okay. Uh, Derek Williams, our market economist from Doncaster. This is Free Market Economy. I guess pricing is something never easy to get right. After all, people have been complaining about the price of games for years. Anyone remember the Fair Play campaign? Naturally, I fully endorse the idea of a week of not spending money at the big multiples, just as long as that money comes in my direction anyway.
advent of the iPhone and iPod Touch, there's been something of a revolution price-wise. So many, many things available at 59p and rarely over £10. So there's huge amounts of his sales being made on these games, and still plenty of money. So is there any good reason to price things so highly? I sell DVDs at the store, and this last week I started a major push of having them at £1 each. Previous to this, I was selling maybe 10 to 15 a week at £3, but Saturday I did 137 in one day. Sure, the profit margin is a lot smaller, but overall profit is much higher. Customers just love things cheap. Why do you think pound shops have become so prevalent? With all that considered, would you like to buy a 360 with Connect for £300? Derek Williams, he's been in form this year. He has. I was, you know, I was thinking that as he as, as he kicked off. I thought, you, you know what? I think maybe he needed a break as much as we did. I tell you, who also has been really good. Anne, Anne's news has been astonishing this year. It's been. And are you still using Eurogamer? Um. Have you have you moved on? Listen, this is our chance to shine now because their girl got married and is on honeymoon now and won't yeah. be on their podcast for two weeks. She's not a girl anymore. She's a woman. <laughs> well, she's dead to us now. She's married. <laughs> It's basically what she did. So, welcome new Eurogamer, readers. Yeah, hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sort of insightful game comment you get from that. That's literally it. That's all I've got. Uh, but somebody who's more insightful, of course, is Duncan. Duncan uh, works for Wired, Anne. Uh, which good. basically means uh, that you live in the future. Isn't that right? Broadly. Broadly, yeah. You're, you're, you are essentially a, a time traveller. You get to see things before even Stee does. Occasionally. What sort of stuff have you been checking out recently? Uh, Don't worry, if you can't say, we'll, we'll edit all of this out <laughs> of the podcast. We'll just bleep it out. <laughs> oh, I was at, uh, it sounds like I'm bragging, but I was at TED the other week. Do you, are you guys familiar with TED? Oh, I am. TED, that, that's the uh, smuggest conference, isn't <laughs> it? It really is. There was an awful lot of smug going into you, the uh, free gift bags there. Did you not get an invite, Steve? Someone uh, linked me to, what, no. <laughs> someone, <laughs> Crucially. Someone linked me to a video of someone talking at TED, and I didn't even make it past the TED intro that they put on at the start of I, I couldn't even tell you who uh. the uh, who the, who was in the video because I didn't make it that far because it was all the all the once a year all these people <laughs> gather it's not once a year it's every bloody week this at the moment but it's like <laughs> once a year all these amazing people gather and they exchange the most important thing known to man ideas it's pictures actually pictures yeah that's the most that's important, the most thing, important yeah. thing actually it's not uh most important thing is oxygen <laughs> <laughs> so who did you see there duncan i saw some oxygen <laughs> <laughs> no i also saw uh, peter molyneux 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 how do you pronounce uh, over, over, over to anne uh, Molyneux. Molyneux. Yeah. Uh, I saw him. He was demonstrating Lilo and Kate, which is his uh, his connect game. Right. And how how was it? Uh, I was a little underwhelmed. Um, it, it it was kind of impressive, but it just didn't really feel like a game. No. As more, you just sort of stand there and you click a few things, and then it it's all over. That's like life. Yeah, except you don't even get to click them, in fact. You just wave your hand in the direction of the right. things, and they, they disappear. And there's a bit of a sort of fancy voice recognition going on in the background, but it was just... 
everyone around me was gasping and going, oh, wow, this is amazing. And uh, there were aspects of it that were quite impressive in the demo, but just in a sort of, from a purely technical sense, there was nothing going on that couldn't, you know, you couldn't just do on a joypad. Yeah, and but actually, Ted, if, has, Ted has people from across loads of different absolutely. disciplines, doesn't yeah. it? So maybe these people had never seen, like, a computer before or something. <laughs> They're just gasping at the wondering of this yeah. dancing magical painting. I got to sit next to Annie Lennox for one afternoon no, of Ted. Yeah. without really? hitting her. Yeah. God, and, that uh, must have been difficult. I don't know what she's, I don't know what her games knowledge is like. But, she's, a, uh, she's a big She may have fan. been more of the crowd that you're talking about. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not trying to slag Annie Lennox off. She, she is. I thought, I think that if, if, if Milo was, was so clever and so aware, it should be astonished at itself. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, my God, I'm amazing. Yeah. So the fact that he'd it's be not, intolerably it's, smug as well. Exactly, it's proof that it isn't. He'd be invited to TED. That's, that's true. So what, so what sort of stuff was he saying then to, the, to Annie Lennox? Uh, well, he wasn't talking was, directly was, to Annie Lennox. Was Annie Lennox was there? just in the audience. Uh, and in fact, I don't know if she was even at that session. She was, uh, <laughs> Let's say she it was. It was another afternoon. Um, it, he was just kind of talking about how, how it worked and, and demonstrating it with somebody on stage, a, a proper live demonstration, okay. even though it was a demonstration by somebody that he knew rather than a random audience participant. <laughs> which was, uh, you know, made it made it twice as suspect. Yeah, but uh, yeah. it was, it was good. It was interesting. I, I just would never buy it myself. Did he? Did he say anything? Because there was some uh, debates last week or the week before. I forget where people. Where somebody at Microsoft said it was never coming out. wasn't going to be a game, and nobody had told Peter. And uh, Peter was covering up Milo's <laughs> ears, going, Shh, "Don't let him know." Well, I mean, he uh, he was saying uh, he was very vague about it. He was saying 2011. And I don't know. My that, feeling is that, that was that a price. <laughs> I want. I want. I want to see the moment when Milo looks at Peter and goes, "If I can live, <laughs> does that mean I can die?" <laughs> Sorry, don't come here interrupting you. Uh, yeah, no, but uh, I. I don't know. I, I get the feeling that this is not something that Microsoft wants to keep too close to their chest before long. They want to get it out the door, and they want to get you know people buying exciting Kinect games. So I, I don't know. I can believe 2011. Right. It's just it's just kind of what you'll do with it. And have you seen much on PlayStation Move? No, very little. If I'm if I'm absolutely honest, Why? I know there's a wand with a glowy bit. That's, Why that's they not the, shown you? Almost the well, extent of my maybe knowledge. Maybe that doesn't exist in the future. Ah, <laughs> maybe it's present. Uh, are, you, are you going to see the 3DS tomorrow? No, my editor is am, the lovely I'm Nick going, Langston. Are you? I'm going tomorrow. Yes. Are you excited about it? I'm really, really, really excited. I'm going to go to bed now so that tomorrow comes quicker. What, really? what, what are you excited about about it? Because I don't believe how brilliant everybody says it is. I like. I do not believe who it says can it's be brilliant. Everybody who's seen who's it. Who's everybody? Everyone on the internet. Really? Yeah. Have you seen much 3D? Yeah. Like um, movies and stuff. Yeah, I was back there at the start, mate. I saw Jaws 3D. In this. <laughs> you had your blue and green I glasses. I did have my blue, but they had a shark over the nose. <laughs> so, so what are you excited about, about the 3DS? I cannot believe that you could, that it would be 3D like the virtual without board. wearing glasses. I mean, I know well, I wear glasses. Okay. Um, but, but in terms of games, how's that going to... You're going to get to play Metal Gear Solid again. Ocarina of Time again. Pilot but the 3D again. is entirely optional. Yeah, but you so it'll but have I'll to play fine right in 2D. I'll be holding it arm's length. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you see, this is the thing. Like, I, people are getting really excited. And that's, that's have you seen great. it? People are getting super, super excited about 3DS. Okay, and that's fine. But 
ultimately all the games are going to be exactly the same games that you've played in 2D, which is also good. It's good, at, like you, you know, you get to play Metal Gear again. It's like, I, like Groundhog Day every year. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? But it is, it is, um, I, I'm, I'm surprised there hasn't been more cynicism from the internet, which is the greatest vehicle for <laughs> cynicism ever invented, when it has been stated by Nintendo that the 3D, you know, you ha- you you're not advised to play for it with it's more than, it's more too than an hour and a half. Or they say that about consoles anyway. Exactly. It's too advanced for it's human eyes. Manual. That's what it is. We mm. need high-def okay. eyes. Well, well, I'm just you, playing Devil's Advocate. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I, I, I completely agree. I think the, the, nobody's actually making 3D games in 3D. They're making them in 2D and making the graphics 3D. Yeah. There's, no, there's nothing in the mechanics of the game that is 3D. But you can't, you can't put anything in the mechanics that's 3D because there's a slider on the side to turn it off. Yeah. So you can't, you can't make a game that is only functional in 3D. You just can't for that system. Yeah. So it's, it's actually in that sp- step, it, in that sense, it's a step back from the virtual point. Step forward. <laughs> Because <laughs> you love migraines, and yeah, uh, no, you I don't do. love I, migraines. No, yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, so I would be able to tell you about it next week. Okay, well, I'm excited tell about you that. about it, Duncan. Yeah, <laughs> please do. <laughs> Imagine I mean, that. You should swap. You can be the future correspondent now. <laughs> yeah. You can come on every week. <laughs> we'll have someone we can rely on to give insights. Yes. Um, and uh, less swearing in the show as okay. well. Okay, so we will have some music now, and then when we come back, uh, maybe it's time for letters. Is that right? Have we, have we got any letters? We have got, if, how dare you, you? if you haven't written to us yet, now's the time. Team at onelifelift.com. Yeah, 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 yeah
You're listening to Resonance 104.4 FM. This is One Life Left. We are a video game show on the radio. And this is called Mushroom Kingdom by Device. It's dubstep. You love dubstep, don't you? I love I love um I love the bonkers dubstep remix by <laughs> Dorley, uh, which uh, Saber Pulse played for us uh, at One Night Left last year. Heard some news about One Night Left, didn't we? Yeah, we did. I'm not sure whether we're... I mean, look, we're probably not allowed to talk about that, are we? No. Well, we have, we have confirmed it. And I was up at Nottingham on Friday um, with Charles Cecil. Night out in Nottingham with Charles Cecil. How was that? I know. Nottingham, eight girls for every boy. Yep. That's not true. Um, one Charles Cecil for every lady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that was on his T-shirt. Uh, yeah, it was good. We, um, we, yeah, we talked about the Doctor Who. I, I, I chaired it. Really? I got a real, a real sharing a lot recently. Yeah, I was, I was, Simon, I was one life left. Simon Byron. Good, I was. Yeah, and I told everybody it was my show. <laughs> um, I bet they all laughed. They did laugh, and I did the joke about us being Europe's favourite video games radio show. Good, Europe's we've been, only. We've been cultivating that joke yeah, for a yeah, while. It's good. Now we're taking it around the country. It's probably going to reach maturity soon. All roads lead, uh, lead to, to Nottingham. Yeah, we did that, and then we played uh, Doctor Who Consequences. Oh. Um, uh, people wrote Doctor Who stories and had to present them to Charles. And were they more plausible than the real ones? <laughs> Stephen Moffat <Moffett laughs> there taking notes. James Moran was there. Uh, and it was good, yeah, it was good fun. I thoroughly recommend you check out the Game City Nights in Nottingham there every week. Uh, sorry, every month. Letters. How are we for letters this week, Simon? Well, uh, we were pretty good for letters this week. Uh, we can always do with more choice, though, can't we? So always. If you uh, if you want to correspond, you know we bad. We did just get one from Andy Jenkinson, who says, "Sorry for the late letter." Right. Thanks. So I, thanks. No don't worries. worry about it, no Andy. Worries. Uh, can you read letters? Can you read all of the letters in random regional accents, like 1980s episodes of Points of View? Thanks, Andy. Uh, we won't be doing that. No, we won't be doing that. Um, I'm terrible at le- uh, accents. Well, you have one anyway. We all have them. Yeah, These are uh, random regional accents. No, that's so true. Fine. Um, yeah, but I did go on to Kotaku to see how Kotaku? En- how Enrobes was getting on. Oh, really? How is he? I think we scared him off. Oh. oh. Yeah, that's what that's what Don't must have happened because there's no new comments on that thread. I mean, I think the only person who reads that now is me trying to get fine. see whether anybody's told Enrobes we were slagging him off even more. Eighteen hours week. a day, F five. Come on, Enrobes, just bump yeah. it up. But we did receive this delightful piece of correspondence. Hello, one life left uh, message. I listened to the show after a recommendation from a friend. Me and that friend are no longer friends due to his taste in podcasts. Below is a, a list of suggestion I think you should follow. I didn't re- read that incorrectly. A list of suggestion. Incorrect. Illiterate. Uh, he says, is it he? Uh, longer reviews. Not 7 out of 10 for everything. Longer news. Someone else to read the news. No three-year-olds reviewing games. Yours sincerely. Displeased one, displeased one time listener. What's his name? One time left. What was his name? I don't think he says it, does he? 
Oh, he's got his email address. No, I think he was... Oh, Jake, whatchamacallit. Very clever internet handle. Mm, that if is only clever. we could track this man down, huh? Yeah, if only we could. Uh, <laughs> if only we if could. If only we knew who you are. Yeah, if only we'd spent half the morning... <laughs> looking at seeing whether you follow us on Twitter. <laughs> if only oh. we'd spent half the morning finding out your real name. Yeah, if only we'd done that. <laughs> Printing not... out photos from Facebook. We did, no. If only adding we... them to the file. We wouldn't be that childish, would we? We would not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Not us. Okay, more positive letters. This is from Ian Potter. By the way, I like the way you began that with message. Oh, yeah, because it, 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 well, it says that automatically yeah, if you sorry, go through the contact form. Hey, OLL team. Uh, a friend of mine recently bought a 360, and after buying a couple of games, he asked me what I thought the best game to buy was. I paused and hastily answered with, uh, with Fallout 3 Game of the Year. I'm not overly sure if this is accurate, but I know I'm addicted to the game and find it hard to put down. Hmm. I wondered if the team agree with me. And so, my question is this. Does Anne like slightly older men in kilts? And does she want to have dinner some night? Cheers, Ian. Uh, I, I don't like kilts because I don't like that they always make women go, Oh, what have you got under there? Because you know what's under there, don't you? Yeah. Uh, also, I eat dinner every night. <laughs> Um, oh, you're not being too welcoming to our male listeners now that we've got two but weeks of without that girl off Eurogamer. If you come to Nottingham, <laughs> maybe we'll see. Maybe, well, you, maybe you really do... need to see the gesture that Anne was making. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little it. sort of dance. It was good. Yeah, yeah. Sort we, of we actually do have a webcam. Um, yeah, work on that sort of thing. Cause oh, yeah. So for next week, can you do what they did on Blind Date, which was basically imply that if you picked them, they would definitely have sex with you. <laughs> and then if you didn't, I, th- I thought that was Grand's for breach of contract. Edge's older, Edge's ex-art editor once had to re-record his answers on uh, Blind Date because they were too salacious. Really? No, it's too true. salacious for Blind Date. True story. Duncan. Yeah, I've got a, uh, a message from one delightful Aaron Green who says, Dear OOL... Oh, oh, well. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> one, one left. One, one life. One, one life. One, one. Oh, oh, well. Could you please explain to the infamous art critic Roger Edbert that video gaming must be an art? He didn't actually say art critic. I was just reading forward and reading the art <laughs> bit. Let's move on. I mean, Renaissance FM is an arts-based station, right? OOL is about video games-ish, and it's broadcasted on Renaissance, right? Yep. This means games must be an art. So take that, you retarded son of a turd monkey. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Logic brackets-ish, FTW. Good work. Regards, Aaron K. Green. But... Was good work to an extent. No, it's fine, it's fine. This is addressed. Hang on, hang on. He sent a second follow-up message. He said, OOL, whilst filtering out some of the emails I've sent, I've just noticed I typed Renaissance instead of Resonance last week. Too busy listening instead of paying attention to what I was typing, obviously. I understand. Anyway, sorry. Great show, as per usual, and can't wait for today's episode. Also, bring back an art. We should bring that back next week. That is art. Yeah. Anart is art. We'll do Anart next week. Yeah. Let's do it. Who's up next? Me. Uh, Cheggers Gate. Hello, oh, team. Cheggers. Trust super special He's guest. your best friend, isn't He's he? He's my best friend. Uh, I'm sure you've all heard about the latest Twitter storm. Apparently, Keith Chegwin has been stealing comedians' jokes and using them on Twitter without attribution. At first, I was trying to work out where El Cheggerino would have got such an idea and why he would consider, have considered it acceptable. But then I realised he'd have got the idea from his true love, Anne Scantabry. <laughs> Imagine the scene. Cheggit out will have just come home from knocking on strangers' doors for a live link-up with 
Dave Charvu's breakfast show and he sees Scanty's looking at Eurogamer. He then sees her copying the news um, to put into her news report for One Life Left. Glancing to the left, he sees the GMA, GMA award on the bedside cabinet, which they have been using to rest their underwear on during their... Right? And... <laughs> Uh, and in his tiny Chegulon brain, he sees the copying stuff is rewarded, so surely he will be rewarded too. Old Cheggers, you're not the first to be cursed by Scanters, and you won't be the last. Cheerio, Ben. Brilliant. Is that it for Letters this week? Yeah, I don't think we could read any more out of it. I think no. we, can we all just have a moment to think about that image? So, uh, yes, do write in. Um, yep. We love receiving your letters, so write in to... Team at uh, You can follow us on Twitter. Someone's um, uh, entered the T-shirt competition, which is going out on, tweet on uh, Twitter now. Oh, really? They said uh, Dr. Kawashima's brain training, says one day by, uh, Bamba. It predates Dr. Kawashima. Uh, so if, you've got, if you want to see that, uh, you'll have to follow us on Twitter, won't yeah. you? Which you follow by following... Uh, slash One Life Left. That's it, or just One Life Left. Just that'll, One Life Left. That'll do oh. too. Okay, uh, it's time for... Dot exp. It's kind of funny to me that last week I should be talking about things transcending being bad or good within the context of deadly premonition because I recently saw the Banksy film Exit Through the Gift Shop. There's a character in it called Mr. Brainwash who kind of may well offer something similar. What's funny about that is that Mr. Brainwash's first art show was called Life is Beautiful and that's also the name of the most memorable piece of music in Deadly Premonition. Here's my rendition of it. See if you can spot the similarity between it and the theme from the first level of Super Mario World. Ahem. I could go on, but I'm not sure Steve would let me. Anyway, if you still want a copy of Deadly Premonition after that, I'm afraid your only option is to import the expensive Japanese version for PS3, which is called Red Seeds Profile. It's got a full English option, at least. Thanks, Matthew. That's exp dot. Not dot exp. I got confused. Sorry. Idiots. One laugh left. <laughs> <laughs> and that... Was that the laugh? That's that it. It's all gone it, now. It's so. expired. One laugh left is our comedy night at Nottingham. Hey. It's going to be. A comedy night in Nottingham. Mm. When we say comedy, yeah. what do we mean? It's going to be funny, not necessarily for the reasons that we <laughs> envisaged. So it's something that uh, we have committed to, or rather I committed to when I was drunk, uh, under some pressure from Simon, built up over the course of two years of saying we should do this. It's been like Inception, hasn't it? Not seen Inception. No, that's what happens. Um, they end up doing one laugh left. <laughs> So, I got a bit worried about this, this this week. Oh, really? So I thought I should do some research. Okay. Do you know how I did that? You looked at the internet. I googled joke. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you were, you, were, you were aiming high then, just, just, the, just the singular. I thought it would be best, I don't know if you will agree, but I thought it would be best to aim for one joke. Okay. First. And then, if we can perfect that joke over some weeks, right. then we can move, move into the field of jokes. Okay. Um, and Joke sent me to Wikipedia. Right. Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia. <laughs> so I'm not sure how valuable that is. Free from facts. Uh, this article is about the form of humour. It says, right. for other uses, see joke disambiguation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't feel the need to do that. Anyway, um, 
like the best of sixth form essays, we'll begin with a definition. A joke is a short story or ironic depiction of a situation communicated with the intent of being humorous. Also, it doesn't actually have to be. You just have to intend it. Are you taking notes, Anne? Yeah. These jokes will normally have a punchline that will end the sentence to make it humorous. Punch. A joke can also be a single phrase or statement that employs sarcasm. Sarcasm. Punch sarcasm. That's what we've learned. That's what we've learned. That's it. Are you practical to punch joke. racism? Wait. No, you no. kick racism. Wait. Hate, hate racism. A prat- Bite. Love. Practical joke or prank differs from a spoken one in that the major component of the humour is physical rather than verbal. Punch. For example, placing salt in the sugar bowl. Let's so write that, that down. Do that. We need the video game equivalent salt. of placing salt, salt in the sugar bowl. Salt in sugar. So that would be putting a PS3 disc in a 360. <laughs> right. That's my or, joke. Or wait, that joke. No, that's quite funny. That is good. But funnier, funnier would be trying, to put, trying to put a PSP disc inside a GBA or something. <laughs> so it wouldn't fit. And there'd be like a clunky noise, right? Using a move okay. wand with connect. Exactly. Yeah, I got it. Game. Okay, okay. I'm going to stop Okay. Now. So, um... So then, then we got to purpose of jokes. I thought this <laughs> okay. was, I thought this was useful. I thought there was a sentence in this that would be helpful. Jokes are typically for the entertainment of friends <laughs> oh, <no>. and onlookers. <laughs> the desired response, the desired response is generally laughter. <laughs> generally, does it list alternatives? When this does not happen, <laughs> the joke is said to have fallen flat. <laughs> Don't write that down, Anne. You won't need it. Yeah. So, so that's what I learned um, this week. However, I then did find found uh, when it got to the got to another part of it. it said said something about um, seeing the best joke in the world. Okay. I thought that would come in useful. Yeah. So I went to that page. Uh, the funniest joke in the world. I'd skip past all the bits on racist jokes because we won't need to do those. We've already won't done a segment to. on racist jokes. Hate racism. And one life left back in the past was that before my time we did the uh did the the funny uh funny pac-man joke oh yeah that was good wasn't hate it? racism <laughs> have, you, have, you heard a, have you heard our racist pac-man joke i haven't it's pretty good do you want to hear it please stay for radio <laughs> go on simon is it now what was it because what goes waka 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 no 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 that's right pac-man denying the holocaust very good <laughs> With material like that, how can we fail? I forgot about that. It was funny once, wasn't it? It was, it was, de- it was definitely funny. So anyway, I went to the funniest joke in the world thinking, how can we adapt this? Yeah. Um, and, and it was a Monty Python sketch. Right. So that wasn't helpful. Um, but then, thankfully, it said at the top, this article is about the Monty Python sketch. For the research by Richard Wiseman on the relative humour in different jokes and cultures, see... World's funniest joke. Is Nottingham a different culture? So, I went to that. More next week. Uh, yeah, we can continue that next week because <laughs> it's exciting, great for the page it? to load. I was going to ask. Well, all right, let's continue it next week. Um, it's reviews o'clock, isn't it? Sorry. It is. uh, I, I, I was hoping you'd give me some time to do that. But. No, <laughs> no time. <laughs> no time. <laughs> um, no. What I thought actually, what, what we what we could do between now and then is yeah. learn learn from Cheggers and just we'll find someone's tweets to copy someone in the games industry's tweets we can copy do you, who, who do you follow Duncan in the games industry yeah. or in general games these need to be video games well I follow jokes. you uh, not funny 
Uh, okay. I did. I did see. I did see a, a good joke that wasn't video games related on somebody's Twitter Twitter messages earlier. Does that count? Is, if, can we twist it to be video game? Uh, yeah. Okay. Go okay. Put Pac Man in. What's the best kind of cheese? Pac Man. Pac Man to hide a horse in. Oh, um, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, um, Red Dead Redemption. Red, oh, Red Leicester. Red Leicester yes. Redemption. Yeah. Red Leicester Redemption. No, the answer's Mascarpone. Oh. Oh, that's good. So, sorry, just before we go to the review section, um, I wanted to, do, wanted to say this funniest joke, and we'll think about how we're going to adapt it for video games. Two hunters are out in the woods when one of them collapses... He doesn't seem to be breathing and his eyes are glazed. The other guy whips out his phone and calls the emergency services. He gasps, My friend is dead. What can I do? The operator says, Calm down. I can help. First, let's make sure he's dead. There's a silence. Then a shot is heard. Back on the phone, the guy says, Okay, now what? That's kind of bleak. (laughs) Reviews! Hey! Hey! Uh, what have you been playing this week, Anne? Uh, Platformance. Castle Pain. Is this another <laughs> Xbox Live indie game? Yeah, it right. is. Yeah. How, uh, how could you tell? Yeah. It was a Cheap, platform was game. Yeah, I didn't really like it. Um, it was a platform game, and there's a... So you, you go around the platforms, and you have to jump over things, you're saving a princess, <clears throat> but there's this really annoying ghost who you activate quite early on and then it follows you around and if the ghost gets you then you die now the thing is i'm not very good at playing video games so it takes me a long time to play anything and this ghost kept killing me so i stopped playing it okay (laughs) whose fault is this (laughs) well it's not mine i tried my best and I got as far as I could, but I kept dying. Um, Do you think video games should involve elements of skill? Not not massive skill. Elements of interaction? I was playing it on easy. <laughs> okay. Bit of interaction. What could, what could the maker of this game have done to improve it for you? Get rid of the ghost. Okay. Give up the ghost. That's funny, write that down. That is, uh, <laughs> seven out of ten. Uh, I've been playing um, Risk. On the iPad, which makes me all sorts of wrong. That it's does. brilliant. That it's wasn't brilliant. That wasn't what I was expecting no. to have an argument with no. you about. I didn't get around to downloading Limbo. Okay. Are you going to review it after this? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, Risk is brilliant. It's it's Risk. You can play it on your own, so you don't need to, to play with other people. <laughs> <You don't need> <laughs> <to> Socialise. <laughs> Isn't it, the whole point about Risk no. the interaction that happens it's around good, it? No. Would you play Catan against the computer? I have tried. It's 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 a little dull. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, it's Risk. Um, it's it's quite flashy. It's, I, I think it's how much did I pay? Five dollars because I've got a US iTunes account. Um, yeah, it's good. I'd totally recommend it. If you like Risk, then you'll like this because it is Risk. Okay. <laughs> brilliant. Seven out of ten. All right, Duncan. Well, I was going to uh, say limbo, but if you want to, if you want to take on no, limbo, no, no, then. no, 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 let's do it. This is a bad, bad thing. Steve's a grump today. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Let's oh. do it. Let's do it. So let's talk about limbo. All right. Do you want to go first? <laughs> no, you go first. Who's your money okay. on, man? Who's your money on, Duncan? <laughs> go on, Duncan. <laughs> um, I was really excited about limbo. Um, Me too. Because Why? I had. <laughs> I'd heard I'd heard great things about it. I'd seen a few screenshots. I'd sort of avoided seeing anything more than that because I don't like spoiling things for myself. You didn't watch the trailer. Um 
I know I didn't watch the trailer okay. at all because that was a big component of my excitement. Right. Mm. Okay. I didn't. Uh, I'd also. I'd also. <laughs> I'd also been um, been really, really looking forward to arguing with Simon about it because Simon typically. I brought the ringer. I brought the ringer. <laughs> Simon typically hates everything that is good, um, and I typically like everything that's good. Uh, and so we, you know, we'd argued about Braid before, for example. Braidgate. Uh, Breakout. Uh, yeah, so I played it, and it is one of the most beautiful video games that I've. I've what I've do we seen think, Duncan? So I think I think it's really, really pretty. I, I love the detail in it. The the sort of little rocks tumbling down slopes and stuff absolutely, like that. Absolutely, absolutely fantastic. Um, and in fact, so 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 beautiful that um, my girlfriend came home and she didn't notice what's playing. She, she after a while, yeah, <laughs> it was so beautiful. Exactly. Changed everything. <laughs> so she she came back from work and she um, she. Normally, typically ignores all video games I'm playing, but she looked at it and went, "That is incredible. This is one of those games, isn't it? It's one of those games you show people." And to an extent, she's right. But therein lies my problem with Limbo, in that I think it is one of those games that you show people um, because five hours of playing it, I was bored and disillusioned with it, and many times it. Showed itself for what it is, which is Dragon's Lair with crate puzzles. Duncan, there's a few points there. Now, first of all, what did our girlfriend think of it? <laughs> <laughs> our girlfriend uh, really didn't like it at first, and then read what I wrote about it on Wired, and then liked it. So I don't know what that says. That's quite a power you've got there, actually. Yeah, I think so. Well, you often found yourself writing things on Wired just for her benefit. <laughs> Clothes optional. <laughs> she because the the big thing that I highlighted when I wrote about it was that it's about death and it's about dying and it's about all the different in te- you know incredible insane beautiful ways that you can die and it's about watching those deaths and almost taking a delight in those deaths um, and that's where the replayability I thought came in mm. uh, you know finding creative ways to die almost beyond anything else there's not many other games that I do that in it's a game about sadism you know sadism. what that's like that's like Steve Jones's 101 ways to leave a uh, game show <laughs> Thanks. It's also like Anne stepped into the ring here and just parted you. <laughs> While she but doesn't that also make it exactly like Dragon's Lair, which well, was I... a study in beautiful ways to die at the start of the eighties? I'll confess, I haven't played Dragon's Lair. Okay. Uh, so, for all I know, you may be right. I, and and was, you know, heavily lauded at the start of the eighties. Essentially, it's just an interactive choose your own adventure. You have to touch. Um, you, have, you have to go left or right at one point and then it'll play the next bit of this beautiful Don Bluth animation. Yeah, uh, that, that was my, my thing with it. There's one way to do every puzzle mm-hmm. and once you know that way, it's just not that much fun anymore. Quite, and it, it, it introduces a lot of things into the game, uh, back into video games or, you know, perpetuates some things that we have been taught by... Uh, game theorists are bad things in video games like pixel perfect jumping there'll be puzzles that you know how to do and you just have to do a hundred times until you get them absolutely right and there'll be some death that comes from nowhere although I'm not saying that those are necessarily bad things because the only moment that I caught myself gasping was one moment early on in the game and so I'm going to say what it is now so you might want to skip this bit if you're a spoiler (laughs) Simon's taken off his headphones (laughs) moved away from the mic uh, where um, where a spider reaches down from the ceiling and spears you from behind, and it's it made fantastic. me gasp, and it made me gasp the second and third times that it happened. But yeah. I'm listening. I've stopped now. 
I've stopped that. There was no other. There was no other moment that shocked me as much as that, or made me gave that reaction. That's disappointing for me. It's all about that particular creature. I think the vast majority of the game is tied up in that particular creature and the effects that it has mm. on you and its interactions with you. And once that creature isn't, I'm trying to be spoiler free here. No, no. Once, you, once, once, once that creature's gone, it's not okay. Simon, once, we've stopped. <laughs> once the creature's gone, it's just not so much fun anymore. <laughs> I love the way you take off the headphones, which doesn't stop anything because you're in the studio. <laughs> I put my fingers in my ear and I was making okay. noises. Okay. Simon, I they appear the to be agreeing with each other. Um, Do they? Okay, yeah. well, let's let's see how they Sorry, differ in the scores. Just, just one thing I wanted to close Ooh, out with. Oh, the bell's gone and you're, you're hitting after it. <laughs> no, I'm not, because I think, I think we basically agree that the, that creature and that part of the game was really, really interesting, but the game was four hours long or, or and, and this is a problem with video games it's not a problem with Limbo it's a problem with video games having to be long longer than they should be that game would have been better if it was an hour long and probably better quid. still if it was half an hour long 12 quid I'm happy to pay 12 quid for a game that lasts an hour if that hour is the best hour of my life or even the second best uh, but you could do a half hour version with that with the creature in Flash on the web and it would be amazing Simon yeah. there's a creature in it that's still, that said it's still absolutely beautiful and I do recommend people yeah. play it for the experience but I don't think it is the gentlemen most your scores thing. please I'm going to give it 7 out of 10 I'd have to give it um, a 7 I think a 7 out of 10 good work good work okay thanks guys more reviews next week to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a video game radio show and I've just been told off for talking too much about video yeah, games. And whilst, yeah, and whilst you were listening to that delightful piece of music, Anne and I were listening to Steve and Duncan carry on talking about Limbo. <laughs> Can I just say, uh, before we go, because we've got to wrap up soon, uh, that Zomda, Z-O-M-D-A, is the winner of our T-shirt competition. He correctly guessed it's Incredible Crisis. Uh, and this is Turquoid, uh, Coder and Cancel, I will find out what the name of the song is um, that I couldn't name earlier and I will put it on our website. I apologise to and the artists. next week you'll be getting what my pants are. <laughs> uh, next week's our last show, isn't it, for a little while? Yes. Because we're, we've, got a, we've got a break. <laughs> it's a, no, it's a resonance enforced break. It's not oh, by choice, Anne. Oh, bad. A little bit of a, a station shutdown for a couple of weeks, so we won't be on air. But we will be at the Big Chill. The big chill out, uh, which is happening when a week on Saturday, yeah, isn't week it? On Saturday, That's yeah. when we're doing Fifth, our performance, it, like that. which we're Sixth. all really, really Sixth. excited about. Fifth. Great. 
Cool. Um, we overran last week, so maybe we should finish early. Let's underrun. Let's, Let's run. underrun. Um, Duncan, thank you ever so much for coming on the You're show. You're very welcome. I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> we, can, uh, we can read more of your work at wired.co.uk. Wired.co.uk. Uh, thanks, thanks for joining us, Steve. I thought you were you were all right. You picked up towards picked the up, end, yeah. A bit yeah. less grumpy now. Um, I'm you, happy now. You were <laughs> average. Simon, you were exactly as good as you always are. Thanks very much. Uh, thanks to all our contributors this week Cheers. as well. We'll have more from some of them next week and some new ones as well. Uh, we will see you all in a week. Bye. bye. Okay. Bye. bye. <laughs>